0: Hello, hello! Welcome to Anime Ichiban, Goob Stomp's dedicated anime podcast. The first episode of the year, in fact. I am your host, Matthew Pontier, and today I am joined by Kyle Oga- Rogashon. Rog- we, we just went over this before yes, the podcast we started. We did indeed. It's the first time we've spoken our last names on this podcast. Kyle, oh, Kyle Rogachon. Rogachon. Rogachon.
1: Uh, you'll get it there. You'll
0: get yeah. it eventually. Yes. Anyways, welcome! You probably... I know what you're thinking, Lister. This isn't the angry Brit you're used to hearing. And the truth is, I killed him. Uh, I've oh. I've overthrown his horrible, horrible tyranny. I've assumed my rightful place. No, no, no. Harry Payback is... for 1776, bitch. Yes, exactly. So Harry is currently still on vacation from the holidays. So I am taking his place as the host while he goes on his merry way. And I don't know where he is, actually. Do you know, Kyle? I
1: don't know uh probably as they say on holiday
0: yes exactly so he's having a jolly good time and we're gonna have a jolly good time on this podcast i hope with me hosting you're gonna enjoy it i promise (laughs) so it's the new year's and we all know what that means right kyle new anime (laughs) new anime but also new Um, year's resolutions oh
1: that too too. (laughs)
0: So what about you? Do you have any uh, hot, spicy New Year's resolutions that you set this year?
1: Uh, continue to follow a routine, which, when I'm off of a routine, things go very badly for me, in that I get very lazy and disorganized, but I'm going to resolve to not be a shitbag this year.
0: That sounds like a very specific, concise targeted new year's resolution those are the oh, best yeah. kind i'm oh, sure yeah.
1: well that i mean i plan on following through with it but i don't know what about you what, what do you what do you promise yourself to do
0: yeah so when i first moved to boston i had like this silly idea in my head that I would record the changing of the seasons so i started taking pictures of my bike ride commute to work every oh day. that's cool yeah except i fell through with it pretty quickly and so this oh. year i decided you know what okay Um, First Monday of every month, I'm going to take a picture of the Charles River from this very specific spot on my commute, and I'm just going to record that. So I'll have uh, 12 sets of pictures by the end of the year, and they'll... I mean, Boston has seasons, that's for sure. So (laughs) hopefully we'll see a nice little gradient there. Nice. Um, My other New Year's resolution is to, once a week, just to get in front of a camera and talk. (laughs) Huh. Because for a while now, I've been wanting to get more into video content. And I've made videos in the past where it's just me uh, commenting or narrating over something happening already on screen. Mm -hmm. But I want to make kind of more vlog-style videos. And the first thing I noticed when I tried to do that is speaking in front of a camera is really difficult. It doesn't come naturally.
1: I mean, you know, let alone, like, speaking over a mic and recording that, like, it took us a solid few episodes before we actually got, like, comfortable right and, you know, it's, it's the same thing just a different medium
0: exactly yeah so I for a long time I was just like stuck postulating it's like how do, can I do this right how can I improve and nope, like, just you know what, it. just do just it do yeah it. just quantity over you, you improve yeah. by doing yeah so that's the I've had this camera and tripod for almost a year now I've hardly used them oh so is
1: it one of those purchases yeah exactly so you <laughs> just like you know what it's, it's I
0: mean I used them over my trip to Morocco over Christmas which we're not going to talk about on this podcast it was great though you guys should go to Morocco um But I bought the camera with the intended purpose to make videos, and so Mm -hmm, I wanted mm -hmm. to use it for the intended purpose. Do it. Mm -hmm. All right. With that out of the way, with resolutions that we will hopefully keep, uh, we have anime in this world as well, and that's what this podcast is about. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of other industries, anime tends to uh, go on the back burner for the holidays. Not a whole lot comes out, not a whole lot that's super, super newsworthy. Nothing de- for a dedicated topic, however. About well, to, to that
1: point, though, it's weird because, and we were kind of talking about this, but Netflix kind of throws a spanner into all of that because the way they distribute anime is that they kind of, like, do it whenever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. So what that means is over the holidays, I didn't realize they had added two really good shows, High Score Girl and Baki just out of nowhere yeah just out of nowhere those kind of flew under the radar for me but you know in the off season of anime where nothing is really airing i just see like two shows that pop up and are advertised to me i'm like all right i'll try this out and they're both really really good and i it's kind of blowing my mind that i haven't seen like really any talk about them
0: yeah either of them it's unfortunate because like we were saying because of netflix's model it gets released at the end of the hype cycle for the season when people are already looking forward to the next season, at least like the regular anime watcher fans. Uh, Netflix, of course, appeals to a lot of the casual watchers. They appeal to that bench mentality, but that's not really where a lot of anime fans sit at. And so by the time they throw out those shows all at once, like, look, it's there. You can watch it all at once. People are already thinking mm-hmm. about the next season. They're thinking about Psycho, uh, Mob Psycho 100 season 2, Rise of the Shield Hero and so on, it's Kakuguri season 2 and so on and so forth. And so that is something that Netflix is kind of behind on the times on in terms of anime. Their usual business model doesn't quite work out well.
1: Well, I don't know if it doesn't work. It might just not work out well for, like, the anime fan, I guess. But I can see this working as, like, a more accessible way for people that aren't necessarily following up season by season. Right,
0: yeah. For the people who are more casual about their anime, for sure. And aren't watching exactly what's coming up every single season. They just pull up Netflix. And again, Netflix has been a large part in the growth of anime over the years. It's just that, in terms of their currently anime or currently airing structure, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. really. Because it kind of promotes piracy in a w- way, because the only way you can watch those shows while it's airing, like oh, the rest yeah. of the world, is to pirate. Yeah, that was
1: one of the things that was weird, because um, while I was watching High School Girl, um, I wanted to find, like, discussion on it, because I really like, you know, going episode by episode and seeing what people are talking about, seeing right. what they're thinking about the characters and the story, and when I looked up episodes for, or discussion for High School Girl, I noticed that it actually released back last summer, and people were watching fan subs, and a lot of people were salty that Netflix wasn't distributing until December.
0: Right, exactly, and they did the same thing for uh, the first season of Kakekuru, I think. Netflix didn't distribute that show until a whole season after it finished. It wasn't even after. Yeah, it's like High School Scoregirl. It was like way, way after it already finished airing. So it's really puzzling in that regard. It's like, I don't want to pirate, but you're not making it easy for me to not do so. <laughs> right, exactly. It's, it's not like the other streaming services. Like, okay, yeah, there's tons of streaming services out there, but they're legal. You just have to pay for it. And Netflix is like, no, there's no possible way you can watch this while it's coming out in Japan. Unless you pirate, which is mm-hmm. extremely unfortunate for those shows that deserve to be supported, like High Score Girl, like Baki, like Hakiguri, and so on and so forth. All right. In terms of things ending, though, that brings us to our first news piece. And it's a shame that Harry isn't on the show for this, because I'm sure he would have something to say about it. And that is that... Eiichiro Oda, uh, the One Piece author, has recently said that oh, yeah. the end of the One Piece manga is quote-unquote near.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Soon, TM. Yes,
0: But he didn't just say near. He said it will be just over 100 volumes, which is, from what I know, the first like real kind of indication of how long the series will be. And to give you an idea, it is currently on volume 91 and the most recent chapter was 929. (laughs) It's almost at 1,000 chapters. And so, again, I haven't watched a whole lot of One Piece. I watched the first, I don't know, 30, 35 episodes way back when I couldn't really get into it. Mm -hmm. I think you were kind of in the same boat, right, Kyle? I
1: read the manga, um, Mm -hmm. and I followed it for the longest time. It was, like, along with it was the big three of Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece that exactly, got yeah. me into anime. Um, it was the only one that I stayed with, um, because Naruto was like, eh, it's not bad, it's not that great either, and Bleach was a massive disappointment past the society. Arc, yeah, yeah. Uh, But One Piece was pretty consistently good and fun. The problem with it is that because with such a long-running series, if you decide to take a like a few months off and just don't keep up with it, it is hard to get back in. And when you're four or five hundred chapters in deep, you don't exactly wanna like try and make the effort to you know, get yourself back up to refreshed, stay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I kinda dropped off of it, but from everything I've heard, I know a lot of people that are still following along with it mm-hmm. and are still enjoying it. Yeah. So you know it's I, I, what I'm curious is, you know, for something that's going on this long, you know, it, it is a shonen. Like, how are they dealing with you know so many, so many characters, so many arcs, so many developments and themes and all of that? But you know, if it's been going on this long and there is an end and people seem to be satisfied with it, that's probably you know that can only say good things about the state of One Piece and the state it's been in.
0: Exactly, and something that I am really looking forward to is again I, even though i haven't followed it just circumstantially i've just always assumed like oh the one piece it probably doesn't exist at this point from what i hear it's like there's no indication of what's friendship yeah and the so that's what friendship. that's yeah so uh Ezra oda appeared on the tv program called holman holman and on the tv show the host asked oda is like is the goal of the main characters the title of the one piece is it like family family bonds or something like that and Oda replied, no, I hate that kind of thing. That's the oh, ending of, okay. That's like the ending of The Wizard of Oz, which I watched when I was a kid. Adventuring that long and having the adventure itself be the treasure is really dis- dissatisfying. Those kinds of stories are impossible. It feels like I've gone on this long adventure, so give me the damn treasure. So I feel like that's at least... a." Proof positive it's that good. there is some sort of physical reward for the characters at the end of this. It isn't just like, look at all the memories you created together, which would be I mean, a extreme I, pop out. Yeah.
1: Like again, I haven't. It's been so long since I've kept up current with it, but I can see one way that working and fulfilling that idea of because the whole like series is about like Luffy and his friends and making right. friends across making the world. His own crew, yeah. Yeah, it could be something like, hey. We found all this treasure. Let's give it to everybody we've been friends with over this entire adventure.
0: Right. In that case, there's still a physical reward. Though. It's
1: still a physical reward. Yeah. yeah. So they work towards something tangible, but it right. also ties back into that whole thing. Of, you know, this is a series about the power of friendship.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yes, there's that. I'm not sure if we have much more to say on that since we're not current. Again, it's unfortunate that Harry's not on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We'll leave that alone for next time. I I will definitely look forward to the last episode, though, when it finally airs and the whole... Because that's kind of what happened when Naruto aired, even though it's kind of like the Super Bowl in that regard. (laughs) Even if you don't watch football throughout the year, everyone comes together for the Super Bowl. That's the one uh, Mm -hmm. game that they watch. It's the one game I watch a year. The end of Naruto is the same way. I hadn't watched Naruto for years, but I went and watched that last episode just because it it was also part of me getting to anime, like many other people, and it was... Mm -hmm. Despite me not being into it at all, it was still kind of a, bittersweet to see it end. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a landmark. Yeah, so one piece will be just like that, even more so because it's by the end, it's going to be a, almost as twice as long as either Bleach or Naruto. Where I feel like I don't have the hardcore numbers on that, but definitely feels that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, moving on to the next topic, we have a combo story. They both have to do with dubs yes and the first yes one, yes kyle is very ah! yes very excited for and that is that konosuba is finally getting an english dub konosuba. which when kyle brought this article to me i was very surprised because i'm like why is this exciting isn't there already dub and there hasn't been which is extremely surprising I given the popularity it, of the show it, it
1: blows it, it blows my mind that there was a stretch of because season two came out back in 2016 i think
0: no, I so, think it was, uh, was it because it was when I was still in college. So I think it was 2015.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Well, even longer than So there was a stretch of like a few years where there was no Konosuba news coming out. And it blew my mind because it's such a good series and it's such a popular series. There wasn't news of, like we only recently just got news of the movie. So right. there wasn't anything about a dub another season or anything like the only things that really came out were the ps4 game which is whatever okay but was it,
0: that was the bundle with the blu-ray wasn't it or was that PC? so was there there, there,
1: were, there were two separate games there was the pc game that came with the blu-ray which was basically a Mega Man clone
0: right and apparently it's really um, good
1: yeah it was, it was actually pretty good Um and then there was the PS4 game that was just a uh, shmup, so oh I
0: do not love that one yeah yeah yeah. okay
1: yeah yeah so there was that but there wasn't really any like new content coming out which is insane because the light novels I think are on like volume fifteen now right there's a lot to do and aside from that you know there there should have and there is now a dub which thank God there is Mm -hmm. um and I am so excited for I don't. I don't know who is playing Aqua or Kazuma, but I'm very excited for Erica Mendez and Christina V to right. be uh, Megamine and Darkness respectively.
0: Yes. I was just about to say that. So yes, the the English dub cast for Konosuba. So for Kazuma, we have Arnie Arnie Pantoja, which seems to be a relatively new face in the dub industry. I looked at his uh, his work and he hasn't done a whole lot yet. This will be his first uh, protagonist role he has done uh, side characters and March Comes in Like a Lion. He did Nukesaku in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. He did Khan in ReZero, which I don't remember who that character was. Watchdog Man and One Punch Man, so on and so forth. So he's had some roles here and there, but this will be his first main role. And I think this is also going to be the most... Well, I guess One Punch Man was also pretty comical, but this one is 100% slapstick comedy, and Cosma is such a linchpin to the mm-hmm. comedy, so hopefully he can pull it off. We'll see. Aqua is being done by Faye, Ma- Faye Mata, who is also relatively new. She was uh, Priscilla and ReZero. She was who else? She did some Love Live. She was good old Best Trap Estelfo and Fate Apocrypha. Oh my god. <laughs> and then meanwhile we have like kyle just said wait i lost i lost it where it go there it goes (laughs) Uh, erica mendez is mugamine which is huge and christina v as darkness who absolutely does not need any introduction no doubt that they'll knock them out of the park and so the, the brilliant thing about konosuba is for those who don't know it's a deconstruction of the summon to another universe genre the isekai genre uh, main character dies in japan he's summoned into another like game like world except he's a total loser he comes with the goddess that summoned him because she's a useless goddess and kind of tricked her into coming with him and they just kind of get by in this town and they're just a group of, de- of miscreants that can't really get anything done properly and the humor is just spot on especially in already when it's in japanese and that's when i find dubs are most effective are with comedies Because when they localize, Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. just translate, but they localize the jokes properly and they hit so much harder in your native language, it just can become side-splittingly hilarious. And so I'm very much looking forward to this dub. I hope it um, knocks it out of the park for sure. And as far as more series to come, we do have the movie coming out. Unfortunately, Kyle, I'm pretty sure I read a while back after the second season finished that the second season is the last TV series for it <gasps> oh! <laughs> because light novels, light novel adaptations do this a lot where the anime is a marketing ploy for the light novel. It's to drive oh. light novel sales and it's done. It's, it's done its part. They don't need any more. The movie will be it. Uh, so uh, my that, expectations that for season three are fairly utterly, low,
1: utterly disappointing mm-hmm. because I hate light novels.
0: <laughs> i hate them so much um, there are very very few that are actually good yeah
1: the, they're it, it's it's a terrible terrible case of wonderful ideas with minimal execution i i hate that they're written for eighth graders and <laughs> they read like they're, they're like the in-between point of kids books and young adult novels in terms of like literary complexity right and i i i don't know if that's like an issue with translation but every every light novel adaptation that i've read um in english has come across just so frustratingly simple contrast that with like so i'm actually reading through the original book series of uh the monogatari series and Mm -hmm. that is that is wonderful it it is actual literature
0: i read so monogatari i agree yeah
1: and it's so good and it's so well written. And then when you contrast that with like other light novels like konosuba or like something like Haruhi even it's just very yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Any any typically I feel like any time there's a comedy light novel or a slice of life light novel, it's just extremely mundane and mediocre because the comedy rarely comes across well in written format and then slice of life slice of life is already hard enough to sell in anime format it becomes even harder to sell when it's just words and so yeah, yeah it's it's I the basis like it. level of writing the only two series i've enjoyed light novels are like you said the monogatari and uh spice and wolf, spice yes. and wolf light novel is yeah. fantastic
1: well that's the thing is like the, those two series like they treat the prose far more
0: Seriously, it's, it
1: yeah. doesn't more seriously, and it doesn't feel like it's insulting your intelligence, which mm-hmm. is what I get whenever I read like most light novels.
0: They repeat themselves a lot too. They yeah. like, did you get this point? Did you are, are you sure you got this oh, point? It's like, yes, God. I got it. Let's move on now. God, yes. Whatever. So, speaking Whatever. of moving on, we have our second <laughs> dub topic, and this one isn't technically anime related, but it's very highly anime influenced, and that is a Tales of Vesperia, definitive edition and kyle were you looking forward to this i can't remember i was
1: i i so i never actually finished it um Mm -hmm. and it it gets to a certain point where it's like you just kind of stop bothering with jrpgs that like Mm -hmm. you dumped 30 40 hours into right um and then you know years go by and then they come out with a remastered edition it's like oh I am very much looking forward to this because the Tales franchise is one of my favorite JRPG series and Vesperia especially is one of my favorite entries yeah. because of, of the board. cast, because yeah. of the cast. The gameplay is, you know, it's pretty standard tails gameplay, which is great. Right. It was the last
0: the... one with the standard tails combat before it kind of modernized with graces and onwards after that. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, the, the big standout for me um, is, like aside from the cast, um, except for the shitty little kid, what was it, Carl?
0: Carl. Yeah, I never yeah, used that. Fuck them. off. No, fuck yeah. off, Carl.
1: <laughs> um, I hate those little bratty shonen archetypes. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from that, uh, the main cast is great, and the main protagonist is wonderful. Um, Yuri is Yuri, such yeah. a good protagonist, and his relationship with Estelle is just such a good friendship, and I right. love
0: it. And you say how the cast made the game, especially Yuri. And so that is where our story comes in. And so uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition, the main draw of it is that it is the first time that outside of Japan we'll see the PS3 version of Tales of Vesperia. And basically Tales of Vesperia was originally released for the Xbox 360 back in the day it sold very well and then there was an updated ps3 version that only released in japan it had all this additional content it had a new uh two new playable characters actually one of which was completely new to the oh, series um interesting. the other one is flynn shifo who looks like he's one of the protagonists of the series considers on the box star except he's not but he becomes playable in definitive edition a whole n- bunch of new boss fights a whole bunch of new content it's it's a lot uh the problem Hmm? It sounds like what they did with uh, Graces,
1: because they re-released
0: Graces as
1: uh, Tales of Graces F yeah, on the PS3. Right. Exactly, and that it's, came stateside.
0: Yeah, it's it's the exact same uh, same deal there, and so the problem is, of course, there's all these new scenes, and they've never they've yet to be voiced in English. And the strange thing is, do you know who voiced Yuri in the original Tales of Vesperia, Kyle? Oh God, who was it? I, it, I forgot. It was it was Troy Baker. Yes yeah one of the biggest names in the dub uh, video game voice acting industry they did not get him back for definitive edition they instead got someone named grant george who i'm not familiar with and so what this means is that you will have between scenes a yuri voice by troy baker and a yuri voice by grant george and apparently they sound nothing alike and it's not just yuri judith also has a new voice actress Instead of Allison Lee's Taylor, it is now Aya Hisakawa. And apparently there are a bunch of other minor NPCs that have changed voices as well. And so you're having these constantly changed voice tracks. And even more distractingly, there are new arts in the game. And again, those arts were not voiced in English. And they were voiced by the new voice actors. Which means that you will have switching of voice actors in the middle of a combo <laughs> during um, combat. <laughs>
1: um... Uh, yes so this uh, is
0: baffling uh, this is a baffling move move by namco bandai it's even more so in that they did not even approach troy baker at all about reprising his role as yuri uh he it's... went he went to twitter as soon as the game was announcing i had no idea about this i honestly feel very betrayed that namkai did not even attempt to approach because he That's said so i would have taken it back up in a heartbeat
1: weird that's so yeah. weird. Because Troy Especially...
0: Baker, yeah, Troy Baker being the prominent figure he is, this was his breakout role. This is what put him on the map, and he holds a very it holds a very special place in his heart.
1: That's just so trippy. It, like, because one of the things that has always been like associated with the Tales franchise is that the dubs have always been really, really good. Yes. Um. So it's just baffling that like they didn't want to. Recast people that made a very successful dub.
0: Exactly. So, and furthermore, it's not like it's uncommon for companies not be able to get the voice actors back for remakes because Persona 4 Golden, that was the same deal. They couldn't get the same voice actors for Chie and uh, Teddy for Golden. But instead of just uh, recording lines for the purely new scenes for Golden, they recorded the entire game over so that it wouldn't it would be consistent. And yes, that's more work, but in the end, it creates it's a better product. It's less jarring, and yeah. it
1: doesn't mean that you're switching... Bo- I'm, I'm sorry, I, I can't get over that. I mean, I'm yeah. still going to get Definitive Edition, because right. I it, love exactly. that game. But that's just so weird.
0: Right. And if you're not going to re-record, you need to fi- find better sound-alikes. So it's not, mm. Because apparently, the two Yuri sound absolutely nothing alike.
1: Oh, no. Um,
0: oh, and no. I do believe the game is dual audio. I've not one t- but if it does become too jarring you can always switch to the Japanese yeah, yeah. But you lose out on that fantastic dub because the dub in Vesperia truly is phenomenal. It's all the Tales game's dubs are great, but Vesperia is an absolutely different level.
1: Now I'm now I'm like less excited
0: for that game. I'm, I'm still sorry, excited Kyle. for it,
1: but you know what? That that actually kind of soured my mood on it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I I already have to pass on it
0: because it is a game I've already played before and Mm -hmm. this month is already so packed. I I will probably get to it someday, but yeah, not not on launch, but that definitely is a a downer. Yeah,
1: oh, well.
0: Moving on to (laughs) (laughs) more happy news or depressing news, depending on how you see it, is that we have a new Made in Abyss anime announcement. Oh, and or I shouldn't say anime, it is a new movie announcement. All right. <laughs> uh, and so, Kyle, you have seen Made in Abyss, correct? I've actually
1: only seen uh, the first few episodes. It uh, I, I didn't I did the, the three episode sampler, decided, alright, this is up my alley, and yeah. I have not seen it since. Right. Um but I know, you know, from everything that people have said about it and from what I saw, um, it looks like a very Quality and good series.
0: Right, definitely. So. It it was my anime of 2017, hands mm-hmm. down. I do believe it even won the Crunchyroll awards. in for 2017, I'm not entirely sure. But anyways, the last after the first season ended, it was already announced right away that there would be a second season eventually. It's just never said when. Uh, not too long ago, they announced a comp- a compilation film set. So two different movies retelling the events of the first season. And so the first movie recently came out in Japan. And at the end of that movie, it was revealed that a third movie is going to be coming out and that will continue the series before season two actually begins. And that movie is called uh, Dawn of the Deep Soul. And all we know about it is that we have a teaser visual that shows, you know, the whistle (laughs) system, right? You got that far in the series. So it shows one of the black whistles or not black, uh, white whistles that you'll meet later on on the poster in a very ominous setting. I think you learned about the various levels of the abyss. He's in the sea of souls and that's all we have to go on. And that makes sense. That is kind of where they were heading towards in the, at the end of the first season. I'm very excited about it. I I want season two more, but any more made in abyss, I, I will gladly gobble up because it's my personal rule that whenever I start an anime series first, that already has a manga series. And I know that the anime is going to keep going on. I won't pick up the manga. I'll just keep waiting for more anime. So I c- could go and pick up the Maiden Bis manga if I really wanted to find out what happens next. But I want to stay with the anime.
1: Oh, that, that is some willpower. Yeah, I had the <laughs> exact opposite reaction when I saw season one of Hero Academia*, and it's like, <laughs> nope, I'm I I need more of this. So, um, but no, that's that's cool, and it's good that I guess who's the studio that's doing it.
0: Kinema Citrus and they they're a relatively new stu- studio they made a handful of other shows before made abyss but made abyss was 100 percent their breakout success okay. it was also the first series that they had the soundtrack done by kevin pentkin and i th- that probably stood out to oh, you and yeah in the first yeah episodes, I, i've seen him yeah. do
1: other stuff and i think yeah he, he does like a bunch of different games in anime
0: yeah, he is an English composer, yeah. and he's doing music for anime, and he's also doing the soundtrack for this season's Rise of the Shield. Yes, show, which that's I'm what I'm excited I thought, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he he has a very very distinctive sound. It's 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 noticeable immediately when watching the show, and so yes, this. If you don't, if you haven't seen Made in Abyss, I highly highly recommend it. It does take a little bit to get going, basically the first three episodes, but once it gets going, it just does not stop, and it is. It hits hard. It is. It does not pull its punches. That is for damn sure.
1: Well, I need to get back into it then.
0: Mm hmm. 100% recommend. And so then we will end our news roundup with rank the Blu ray releases. Blu ray releases. <laughs> yes. And so I figured, you know what? One of the. We have the NPDs for video games, where every month they rank what's come out and the sales for them. And the main indicator for that we have in anime is Blu Blu-rays. And so the anime industry, it doesn't really, it doesn't, at least in Japan, the Japanese studios themselves, they don't measure the success of their series by the ratings on TV, how well they did. They measure it by the Blu-ray sales. Blu-ray sales is what drives the success of a show if it will get supported uh, from then on. And so it is important to look if you're curious about is this is your favorite series going to continue go look at the blu-ray sale see how well it did it can have it could have done very well on tv but if it didn't sell in blu-rays then its future is a little murky so we have the first blu-ray uh releases since the previous season finished up and just gonna play a little game you and me kyle i already know the answer so i'm just gonna ask you what do you think is at the top for, oh god uh, re- what
1: released last season um probably zombie land saga
0: you are correct all right that's good That's yes, good. Z- Zombieland saga is at the top it was at number one last week but dropped to to this week which is this is the first week when all of the shows Blu-rays are out so mm. which is why i'm using this week and it's only at number two because uh the incredibles 2 overtook it so this list also <laughs> includes uh, right non-anime okay. things all right um Thank yes it, it was
1: that is that is good to hear especially <laughs> yeah. the way that they ended uh that season of right. saga. it it's... definitely left it very very open
0: right it will there will absolutely be a season two and considering it, that it's selling well there will absolutely be a season two what do you think is next on the list and it's a bunch of westerns it's not until rank 10 that we get another anime really yes
1: oh god uh, is it a show or a movie
0: frozen is permanently in the blu-ray charts by the way that's japan loves Frozen. bizarre <laughs> um it's it's at rank seven right now that
1: is so weird okay so <laughs> rank, rank two you said or three the whatever. second the second
0: anime blu-ray but it's 10 in the overall list
1: oh oh i see um mm-hmm. oh, god what else was last season i don't know how is bunny girl senpai
0: it is not bunny girl senpai it um, is on this list but it's not bunny is girl is
1: it slime
0: it is not slime I'm not sure if Slime's blu-rays are out since it's still airing, but oh, that was yeah. still airing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. God, what else came out last season? Uh, I don't it's know. It's a Hit show
0: me. that we both weren't so hot about. Were weren't so hot yeah. about. Oh god, I don't know. What, what is it? It starts with an S, it? and has another S, and another S. Oh no! And another S. Oh no! S S S S Gridman is number ten. It is the second best-selling Blu-ray in Japan.
1: That's so disappointing, especially after I've heard all of the reactions from it, where people were like, fucking trigger again.
0: Oh, it it botched the ending? I didn't know about that.
1: That's what I heard. Right. So,
0: (sighs) right. This isn't, well, it is moderately surprising, but it's not super surprising for this reason. SSS Gridman wasn't super popular in the West. It had its following, as you know, um, but like you said, apparently it botched the ending, not a lot of people were fans of it, but it was actually very popular in Japan. Japan Is it because of tokusatsu? Because of tokusatsu, yeah. And uh, there was a whole thread on 2chan a while back where Japan was comparing their favorite shows of the season to ours, and they were shocked that Gridman was so low and that Bunny Senpai was so high. They thought we were absolutely crazy that Bunny Senpai was the most popular show of last season and so they weren't as much of a fan as bunny girl senpai as we were that said bunny senpai is number three of Blu-rays, number 12 oh, overall God. so it wasn't okay. they weren't they weren't like they weren't totally down on bunny girl but they didn't see why we were so in love with it mm-hmm. meanwhile it was reversed for us for Gridman. we don't understand why they were so into Gridman, but we love bunny girl senpai mm-hmm. so yes uh good good things all around there are well review starlight i can't remember if that came out this i don't think it did but review starlight was an idol show it's not again not too surprising that ended up in the top 20s in idol <laughs> culture is so big <laughs> beyond that we have uh girls and panzer which is just hanging out in their uh spaceship yamato 2002 2202 is an eternal classic Don Machi is wait oh my god! no no not not Don Machi. what the heck is What's this about- dakaichi i'm being harassed by the sexiest man of the year
1: um excuse you <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a very big problem that you need to look
0: into. We're gonna gloss over that. You can look into that on in your own, viewer. I'm not. Gonna...
1: And then hmm. di-
0: below that is a certain magical index season three, yeah. hanging out in yeah. there. It was number four in the charts last week. So yeah, that gives you an idea of Japan's views on anime. If you're not well, pleased
1: with that, <clears throat> I am. I am glad that Japan and the West can unite in their mutual love of zombie idols
0: yes i'm i'm very glad that that did very well i will admit the show probably peaked in the beginning with that rap episode but that that by no means that the rest of the show was mediocre it still maintained like a high quality throughout yeah it it was still good it was
1: just I, i think by the time like they had to buckle down and focus on the characters there was
0: less room for slapstick gags right exactly and that's definitely where the show excelled However, they never missed a moment to absolutely take the zombie concept to another level. Just every time you thought they run the gamut, they pull something out of their ass. You're like, how did this come out? So looking forward to season two, whenever that happens. Possibly next season, because MAPPA has their hands full of Kakuguri season two this season. Uh, Next season is up in the air, so we'll see. Maybe next season, maybe not. We'll see. Glad it did well. So that wraps it up for the lightning round and news. Except, kind of, sort of, not. We have the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, which is news Yay. in and of itself. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I,
1: there, there are a few of these entries I don't agree with, but...
0: Right, and so, yes, I- our beloved Crunchyroll Anime Awards, also known as the Yuri on Ice Awards for the 2016, and the oh, My Hero Academia Awards for 2017. <laughs> and so, it is the, the Anime Emmys, the, the Anime of VGAs, it's... Exactly what it sounds like. It's the Amer- it's the Western anime uh, audience voting on their, their best waifus, their best shows, their best soundtracks, so on and so forth, and all coming together. It's been the butt of a lot of jokes the past two years, and for good reason, because the first year, it was purely based on popular vote. And as we know, the most popular show doesn't necessarily mean the best show. And what that meant was that Yuria and Ice won almost everything <laughs> <laughs> and, <you're, laughs> and i'm not saying you're nice is a bad show i like no it's Ice. just
1: there's a lot of like really rabid fujoshi fans yeah. that are going to like go out and vote in droves because they care the most
0: exactly and so that was not re- and also the oh show God, itself was, was pretty cringeworthy it was the very first time so we'll cut them some slack there they were feeling it out getting their getting their legs last season was or not last season last year was better it was so instead of a purely popular vote, the nominees were selected by a panel of judges, and that's created its own set of problems this year, which we'll get to. But at least it wasn't purely popular. And then uh, the votes from the people came in, and so it so was a mixed vote, sort of like the video game awards as well. Uh, the problem was that My Hero Academia came out, or My Hero Academia season two was out last year, and that ran away. And even though that was super popular, that also is a very quality show. It did deserve a lot of the awards it got, but it also resulted in a fairly bland show because it won almost everything Just as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, I actually like the spread. It, it, it's okay for this year's awards. Um, did EuroCamp not come out in 2018? It did, yeah. I... All right, that's really disappointing then for several of these entries.
0: Yes, I, EuroCamp makes an appearance. We have an entry in Best Girl. Uh, That's right. There's yeah. not a Shiko. Yeah, except she's not going to win. So yes, <laughs> we'll, we'll jump right into that because we're going to we're not going to go through all the categories because there are a lot, but we're going to go through some of them. Just give like what Kyle and I think what we want to win and then what we think will probably actually win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for our yes, and so we're going to start off with best protagonist, which th- here's where the controversy comes in with the panel of judges that select the nominees so the nominees for best Character protagonist is Retsuko from Agatsuko, Yumeko, Yumeko Joma, Jabami which is such a weird name even for Japanese from Kakegurui. Oh it's cool it's catchy. Yeah you got Joe from Megalobox, Violet Evergarden from Violet Evergarden, Rimuru Tempest from That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, and Sakata Azusagawa from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. And why is There's, this controversial? Why is this controversial indeed? And so... <laughs> <laughs> one of the big shows that aired this season was... The third, maybe even the second season of Overlord? Did the second season air? Well? Oh,
1: oh yeah. Oh my god.
0: That... <laughs> You're the one that brought this up to me, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I just realized like why this would be okay, a controversial. Yes. Anyways, at the very least, the third season of Overlord also aired this year. And it was a very popular show, for good reason. And... The main character for that show is highly popular. Momonga is very charismatic. He's a villain. He's more of an anti-hero than a hero, but he is the protagonist of the show. Let's specify
1: on this. He is a villain. Yes. But he is the main character.
0: Yes, he is a villain, but he is 100% the protagonist of the show. So why, if we just skip ahead (laughs) a little bit, is he nominated for Best Antagonist? (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense, because if he's the antagonist, who's the protagonist of that show? it is very odd and so that is where this uh panel judges system kind of falls through but anyways we're gonna put that aside they had
1: to round out all the categories to a nice and even six
0: right which seems really
1: weird Mm -hmm. and arbitrary but anyways right
0: so i'll i'll start off with that none of these nominees particularly resonated with me uh, my opinions of Violet Evergarden are very well known. I <laughs> think she's a very boring character, and her character development comes out of nowhere is not earned. The other characters are unique, but they aren't. I wouldn't really say that they, again, resonate with me on a deep level. But in the end, I did end up voting for Sakaza Azizagawa. Oh, yeah. On, yeah, mean, on his course. own, he's pretty okay. But when he is interacting with the other characters in the show, when he's interacting with mine, when he's interacting with uh, his sister, Kaide, it's. It just draws out such a unique and interesting character. The snarkiness in his personality shines. He is great for that regard. So that's who I vote. It sounds like you did as well, Kyle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Sagara is a very good protagonist in the sense that, like you said, he draws out the best in other characters. Um, which is, like, the whole appeal behind Bunny Girl Senpai is the character interactions. It's not a particularly, like, plot-heavy show, really. Like, things happen, but it's how the characters react to all of those events or difficulties that makes it so interesting to watch.
0: Right, And it's for that reason that I wouldn't really consider him the best protagonist, because, again, on his own, he's not the best. But from these nominees, it is pretty clear. But
1: Sorry, are, are you, like, personally judging protect? Because as far as, like, I judged the criteria. I was just okay. Who is like the best main character for what the show used them for?
0: Right, and that's definitely a way to see it. I guess for a protagonist to resonate with me, I need to, I need to be like. But then again, that's some, I guess I can't really explain it in that regard. And I all I can say is that he didn't resonate with me on a deep level as say uh, Rico did, and in made into abyss by the end of the series on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, But anyways, we both voted for Sakata. I don't think he's going to win. I Uh, think it's going to be a a race between Rimuru and possibly Joe because Megalobox is actually pretty popular this year as well.
1: Which is, it's not a bad show by any means. I really enjoyed it, but it's nothing to like really stand out. Mm -hmm. It's a solid seven.
0: Right i agree um,
1: it, it it's it's a pretty fun show mm-hmm. but I, I definitely wouldn't say characters are it's strong right body. everybody's very basic which isn't bad mm-hmm. it's just you know it, it's not going to like turn any heads right really. so if, if joe does win i will actually be kind of disappointed
0: right i know a lot of my friends really love Megalopolis, and the entire time there i was just sitting there I was like really it's pretty okay, I guess. And But then again, they all said the same thing for Violet Evergarden, so I guess I'm just an elitist snob. But yeah, I think Rimuru is probably going to take it because he's more recent and Slime is definitely, has more of a gathering because Rascal, Rascal was the most highly rated, but it was by no means the most watched this season. And I think that definitely goes to that time I got reincarnated as a Slime. With him being the most recent, it being really popular, I think there's a high chance that
1: he, well, she, although, it will probably win. I, I will say, if we're going off of like demographics, I guess that's the word, or fandoms, um, from what I've seen on both Reddit and 4chan, uh, Sakura has a very strong following. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about Bunny Girl Empire is that like it kind of snowballed in terms of popularity. Um, mm-hmm. It started off like, this is a trash, like, fan service show. But then people started watching it and were like, oh, this is actually really good. Um, and I think because of that, Bunny Girl Senpai got spread around through word of mouth mm-hmm. and a dedicated following. So I I'm I think Sakata has a good chance yeah. of
0: winning. They, he has a good chance for sure. I I want him to win. Yes. Yeah, I definitely obviously because I voted for him, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the person I voted for to win. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 tough. It's that's why I like about this year's anime awards because like you said, it's got such a spread. Very few of the awards are very clear winners. It's not like mm-hmm. last year. It was like my hero my hero my hero. So yeah, so we'll we'll see. It's the, for those who don't know also, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards they are going to happen on February 14th. The voting just opened up yesterday. You can go. You can Google Crunchyroll Anime Awards. You can go vote yourself. Patch it in. Vote for your favorite waifu and all that. Speaking of waifu, we're going to uh, skip past best antagonist and best boy, and because we're guys, we're going to go over best girl. Oh god, this is such a hard category. This, this bro- is actually a this really good. Broke one. my heart. This, yeah, absolutely. All did. of these were good. Yes. So for best girl, we have Anzu from Hinamatsuri. Hinata Miyake from A Place Further than the Universe, Lily Hoshikawa from Zombie Land Saga, Asurpa from Golden Kamui, Nadeshko K- Kagamihira from Late Back Camp or Uter Camp, and Mai Sakurajima from Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Oh, they're
1: all so good. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: they're all so good, but in the end, I, I had to go with Mai. And, yeah, it uh, broke my heart. Oh, but, because I, I, I loved Hinata, I loved Lily, I loved Nadeshko, I was... I'm lukewarm on Hinamatsura as a whole, but yeah. And I haven't seen Golden Kamuy. But it was yeah, it was difficult for me to pick.
1: I it was definitely a toss up for me between Mai and Nadashiko. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of my own personal preference or not preference, but like mm-hmm. I I wanted Nadashiko to win. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna for... win. She's absolutely No, she's not, yeah. not. no, my Mai, Mai is going to absolutely <laughs> yeah. win. There is no way yeah. that Mai is not winning out of this lineup,
0: right? My my yeah, this is one of the few that is pretty set in stone. Anzu will probably if there were runner ups, Anzu would probably get it because I know Hinamatsuri was very very big. It has its following. Mm-hmm. I I wish Hinata would win just because I love a place further than the universe. But at the same time, I I don't. <laughs> Again, she and... was more. She was more like part of a whole in that show. Yeah. It wasn't just her herself yeah. like. The four girls as a whole, I want to give a hug together, but yeah, any of no. them individually, I mean, I still like them all, but they're not, they don't reach that critical so mass. So, I, I
1: think I, out of the four girls, though, I will say Hinata is probably the best candidate right. to pick out of them for the best girl category. Definitely. Because she does fulfill a lot of, like, the very subjective waifu qualities.
0: Right. Definitely. She's, she's, her-
1: she's very quirky. She has a very distinct personality. And uh, she also just has a really great voice
0: actress. But, yeah, and then also the uh, internal struggle she went while they were in Antarctica yes, with yes. the people saying, like, we're sorry, and then she's... Oh, I shouldn't say that, actually, no. If you haven't seen it, just watch it. It's... She
1: has a good personal art.
0: Yeah, a very, very good one. Oh, man, I'm just just thinking back on it. That show is so good. So good. Uh, and I, I loved Lily as well. She was cute and adorable in Zombieland, but she yeah, she doesn't have best girl written on her.
1: I If they were going to pick somebody from Zombieland. I don't know why they didn't pick Saki. But, you know, that's just me.
0: That's just mm-hmm. me. So. Yes. Alright. Moving on. Um, Not doing best opening. Not doing best ending. Not doing best VAs. But Best director is a strange category for me. I feel like that's a dud award in a way. Because most people don't know anime directors. Except the biggest of the big. And so, people are just going to vote for the show they liked most in this list, I feel like. I,
1: well... <laughs> I, I haven't seen Banana Fish or Planet with, but out of all of these, I, I mean, it, it Masaki Uwasa just has like he's the most recognizable out of all of these, mm-hmm. um, and he is the only one I'd say here that like imprinted a distinctive personal style on the show, right? Um, because From when you I look at Devilman, Devil Man, yeah. yeah, when you look at Devilman Crybaby, it is a Uwasa production. Which, think like, that that is his own personal like signature on it. So I, I don't know. Right. I feel like he he should win, but that's also like kind of an uh, award where right, everybody exactly. else is like, I'm gonna vote for the studio. I think that's should that's basically what I
0: did too because I haven't seen Devilman Crybaby, and again. Uh, not a fan of megalobox not a fan of violet evergarden planet with was meh and haven't seen Fish. so that leaves a place further than the universe Yay, hooray. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah these are weird yeah it's, nominations. it's a strange it's what, nomination. it's whatever yes moving on we have a uh, best animation and so we have violet evergarden devilman crybaby megalobox a place further in the universe bloom into you and my hero academia season three and Again, since I haven't seen Devilman Crybaby, this is the one thing, the one thing I'll give Violet Evergarden is that it was Drop Dead Gorgeous. It had beautiful <laughs> Sakuga animation and it 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 was so beautiful that even though it wasn't stylized in any way, it reached it broke that level to where it was it was so beautiful it was its own style. And so I I voted for Violet Evergarden. I feel like if I watched Devilman Crybaby, I would probably vote for that because it has that just from the screenshots I've seen, it has a very yeah, distinctive yeah. animation.
1: Yeah, I my my vote absolutely went for Devilman. Uh, yes, because Violet Evergarden. I I saw for the first few episodes, and then I've seen enough of you know the show mm-hmm. to know like what kind of visual style, aesthetic, and animation quality that it has. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's all very technically good. Right. But Devilman Crybaby is very technically good as well as just being completely stylized and artistic. Style. Yeah. It 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 absolutely oozes with style, um, and the animation is so unique. Um, it's very distinctly Uwasa, who has a very fluid, painterly quality to his animation, and it's used in such a good way. It, it it is an effective storytelling tool, versus some of the other show, some of these other shows that were kind of just there for you know Sakuga scenery porn.
0: Right. I, I um, mean, I would say Megalobox Box had a, a stylized animation, but it doesn't match up to Devil May oh, No,
1: well, no, yeah. no. So Megalobox Box had a really good style. It did not have. It was kind of. Uh, oh yeah,
0: it, its fight animations were atrocious, uh, despite it, being it a boxing a anime. Janky.
1: The cinematography and framing of a lot of, of a lot of scenes were kind of. Uh, it was. It, it still had a very good aesthetic, but mm-hmm. aesthetic does not equal animation. Right. So. At least for this category, I feel like it's going to be a toss-up between Devilman and Violet yeah, Evergarden.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm edging towards Devilman because they both were Netflix exclu- exclusive shows, so exposure is exactly the same between the two. Uh, I feel like being but
1: t- Violet Evergarden has the Kiyomi fan base.
0: It does, yeah, and it's a very rabid fan base of which I am part of.
1: <laughs> and Violet Evergarden is far more accessible than Devilman Cry. That
0: is also true. A lot of people are turned off by the first episode, of Devilman Crybaby.
1: Which is such a shame, because I, I think Devilman Crybaby, like, deserves all of the accolades that it's nominated for, but purely because of the content, it won't, I, I'm putting my bet out there that it won't get recognized for a lot of these nominations.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when you, yeah, I for, I completely forgot that it was highly controversial, so for that reason, mm. it's... It has a much more fervent fan base but than anything else, but that fan base is also small. And because this is a popular vote, that's going to work against it. So yeah, we'll see. It could be it could be an upset, but it the favors in Violet Evergarden's favor. That came mm-hmm. out wrong. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh talk about best film briefly. And that's just I just want to talk about it because I saw Lizno Bluebird just this week with my friend, and oh my god. Okay, here's where Kill Annie the Kill Annie Phantomy comes out because Liz and the Bluebird is absolutely stunning, both emotionally and visually. It's hmm. it's such have you seen Hebe Euphonium, Kyle?
1: Uh, I saw the first couple episodes. I was interested enough in mm. it, but I haven't right. watched. No. Yeah,
0: so Liz and the Bluebird is a kind of sequel. It takes place at the end of the second season, but it focuses on completely different characters. And it's just such a the best way or describe this movie is tender it is such a tender story between the friendship of two girls and the the unsteadiness between it that invisible those invisible invis- cracks that can sometimes form that you're not quite sure what to do with you don't know how to approach it and it's such a real and relatable story and the way they present it the way they use sound to convey emotions without any words or any visuals is absolutely stunning and the other part of it is that it switches between two different animation styles because part of the story is taking place in a storybook, part of it's in reality. And so the storybook is in this beautiful watercolor style, and reality is in KyoA, he's typical sakiga, And so it, I absolutely adore it. And so that gets my vote
1: 100%. I have unfortunately not seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the only two movies on this category I've seen are The Night is Short, Walk-On Girl, and Hero Academia. Right. Um, so I will definitely add Liz and the Bluebird, well, I need to finish
0: Yeah, so that's the thing. It's, <laughs> the Liz and the Bluebird is yeah. completely standalone. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, the friend okay. I watched, it just yeah. takes place in the same world. Yeah, the friend I watched it with uh, had not seen any K. It was complete. She was able to fully enjoy it. She bawled okay. at the same parts I did. So, yeah, it is completely 100% standalone. You'll just gotcha. miss a few Easter eggs here with the old characters, but that's not a big deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I mean, I'm not like. It's, it's easy for me to like sit down and watch like five episodes of an anime series Mm -hmm. but i just can't find myself to like sit down and watch a movie i i need to have someone with
0: me to watch it i yeah yeah
1: yeah that's part of it too Is like there's a lot to digest and like there's a lot to talk about with a movie
0: all right the the other yeah so i saw my hero and the only other one i saw on this list was mirai and mirai was fun it was a very different movie compared to mamoru hosura's other ones so wolf trailer and girl Girl after time summer wars uh Hmm. it there wasn't so much of a plot to it it was just kind of it was the closest thing, a slice of life he's ever made, and so it's not—it's by no means going to win because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And then fireworks, from what I hear, was a, a very pretty mess. <laughs>
1: oh no! Yeah.
0: So moving on, we're going to skip best character designs. I voted for Zombieland Saga. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah. And go on to anime of the year. And so oh god! Here's the big one. So we got a place further than the universe. Devilman Crybaby, Megalobox, oh, Violet Evergarden, <laughs> Hino Matsuri, which is... I am so shocked to see that for anime of the year. And then Zombieland Sokka. And for me, this was a no-brainer. And I chose A Place Further than the Universe. That show is downright inspirational. It makes you want to go out and do something. It, wants you to, it makes you want to go out and break out from your norm. And it's just such... Uh, grounded, emotional ride. I love it. I adore it. Cannot recommend it enough.
1: Now, I don't disagree. I yes. share those exact same sentiments. <laughs> but... But I will eat every hat I can possibly get my hands on if Zombieland Saga does not
0: win. Really? It. Really? You think Zombieland Saga is going to win this?
1: I think it's going to win this. I think it's going to win Animated of the Year because it so it's got a strong enough following um so if if we're if we're talking about just like pure quality Mm -hmm. place for the universe absolutely gets my vote Mm -hmm. but i don't know what their judging metrics are here and because Zombieland saga is more recent i feel like people are going to be more inclined to vote that just because it's you know something that they watch something that they know they enjoy and something that just pops into their head when you know they're
0: looking at all of these other shows i so i adore the zombie land saga as well but from the feeling i get from my friends and just around the end is that its popularity started to peter out towards the end um, oh yeah mm. it's a lot of people fell off especially when some of the more idolish aspects started to come into play for the show it still finished strong obviously especially in japan and a lot it's very popular in the western but the feeling i get is that it didn't it didn't grab people as much as because a place for the universe it just kept ramping up and ramping up and ramping up and had yeah. a phenomenal ending yeah. it stuck that landing so well and a great ending I think sticks out, especially when you have the list in that front of you true. like this. It's it's one thing if you're just trying to recall the anime in your head, but when it's li- laid out in front of you like this, you see a place in further than the universe. You think about that ending, and you're just like That is Fuck! true. That is very fair. <laughs> that so, ending.
1: So, one of the things that I think that has like me a little like wary or not wary, but like unsure of it is did a place further than the universe have a popular reception right i know it was very uh, critically acclaimed a lot of people that watched it enjoyed it but how many people right. actually watched it and enjoyed it exactly because that was because it always felt like it was a niche kind of things yeah it always felt like it was a niche series um although i guess you know it has the madhouse
0: but a lot of people don't realize it's made to... by madhouse like i that is true. i tell people yeah. about yeah. it and i show them and it's like yeah it's madhouse They're like what <laughs> like yeah it's yeah. madhouse believe it or not <laughs> um
1: that yeah i mean if we're going for like if, if we're taking the two benchmarks of popularity and quality and quality can be defined however you want it to in terms of like just you know animation story characters and all of that i feel like it's going to either be a place for the universe or violet evergarden
0: oh <laughs> don't say I know, that i know i I don't say that, but you
1: know that that's no, true. No, that it has a very high likelihood of winning.
0: I, I just want—I want to say for my own sake, not high likelihood. It has a likelihood. Has for, a my likelihood. Own, okay. for my own for my okay. own sanity, I refuse okay. to say okay. it has a high likelihood. I can't have that in the back of my mind for a whole month. <laughs> when these right. well,
1: in either case, like I can see it with Violet Evergarden, just because
0: it, it's it's a
1: it's a woobie, like cheap shot story and people are going to people like that kind of lifetime drama mm-hmm. and then it also has some very quality animation Yeah. so i wouldn't be surprised if it went i would be surprised if megalobox took this because it does not deserve anime right. at all yeah it, it's it's really fun mm-hmm. that, that that's all i can say about it yeah
0: oh okay well fingers crossed for a place further than if you haven't seen it, listener, <laughs> it's highly endorsed by both me and Kyle.
1: You mm. should watch it. Although, you know, Eurocamp should have been on here, but <laughs> uh, you're, I, 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 oh, chance I am, I am astonished <laughs> I am astonished that Eurocamp does not have best opening in here.
0: you got best opening and where's the best score or soundtrack category? That's that's in the Oh my god, omission. Eurocamp would have swept that yeah.
1: completely.
0: That's, that's such a strange thing to not have. I don't know why I never didn't notice that omission in previous years, but yeah, it's especially because in light of EuroCamp's phenomenal soundtrack, it's it's a very glaring miss, missing. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. So but. that wraps it up for the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Tune in February 12th for when we eat our hats, when all of our predictions are wrong and we just become sad. And Violet Evergarden sweeps everything. And I'm sorry if you're a fan of Violet Evergarden but you're wrong <laughs> moving on so that was the year 2018 we are in the now the true oh one nine 2019 year of the pig yes the boar that was it i had to think for a moment i'm half chinese technically i should know this <laughs> and so we have the new series that just started uh, plenty of shows have gotten up and running and we just want to take a moment to point some out that we think you should look out for and so i'll pass this off to you first kyle what is something that you want to expand upon well
1: of course mob psycho season two
0: yes and do you want to expand upon your uh, experience with your first episode oh
1: god oh god (laughs) never never ever ever if you're even thinking about it because it sounds neat never go to a season premiere that's being shown in a movie. Good <laughs> Lord. That was an absolute waste of $13 for a ticket and then 5 bucks for Buster. That was so bad. Literally, all that... It's such a scam, too, because on like the showing, or like the entry on Fandango for when you're buying your ticket, uh, it says, Oh, come to the Season 2 premiere event. Be celebrating the new season of Mob Psycho. That's all they say for the description. And it shows a runtime of Two hours. I'm like, oh, cool. Are they going to show like, you know, four episodes at once? Just is like cool. Um, and me being the absolute dingus that I was. <laughs> this is my first and only time buying into something like this. Because in my in my experience, I paid for tickets for anime movies, and those were fantastic. Those were great. Right. But those, you know, are movies. And I very, very, very mistakenly conflated that with this season premiere event. I went there and I ended up watching an interview with Mobs VA for 20 minutes, a recap OVA of season one that was already available on Crunchyroll and then episode one. (laughs) So, I was very dissatisfied to say the least with that experience. All that said,
0: How about that episode?
1: Mob Psycho Season 2 is looking to be great. I just had an awful experience trying to support the anime. (laughs) You
0: you, you didn't try. You did. You did, but you suffered for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. -hmm. So, note to anybody curious about watching season premieres in a theater don't just right. don't
0: it's, it never really seemed worth it to me especially unless it was like a month ahead of its premiere that's one thing but this was what a week a matter of days before? it was three days yeah.
1: yeah so that was another thing Is like i wasn't paying attention to when season two came out and i was like oh, all right whatever mm-hmm. but mob Psychos season yes. two is very good
0: I- and if you haven't seen season one watch yeah. it i'm going to be i've already told kyle and harry this but i'm going to be waiting for it to finish so i can binge it all at once i just happened to stumble upon mob psycho season one when it already finished and so i was able to watch it all in not not one sitting but in very close proximity to each other and so in my head that's the only way to watch this series so i'll be waiting for it to finish i will look up the opening at some point because i hear the new opening is phenomenal
1: it's it's pretty good yeah. It it is i still personally like uh op1 but op2 is very very high quality. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So yeah, looking forward to more Mob Psycho. I'm sure you'll you and Harry will have uh, choice reactions yes. on that. There, there is that, and it will be very
1: good. Yes. But aside from Mob, I still need to catch up on a few other. So, as far as like things to take note of this season, I will not recommend Gotobu no Hanayome. <laughs> uh, which is the uh, they localized it as the quintessential
0: quintuplets. Which is an amazing name, by the way, for that. It's
1: joke. great, and it's such a fantastic manga. It's such a good story with great characters, but good lord, the anime adaptation looks like trash. Did all the girls get bigger in the anime, or is it just me? They got bigger, and there's this weird, like sickly pastel color that got. Attached to everything, and then for some reason, every scene has like two hundred percent
0: bloom. And also,
1: and the dad it, is just,
0: there, which he wasn't there in the manga, if I remember correctly.
1: Uh at least not this early in right, the series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, it, it's it's just nauseating to watch, and the, the even the power of Kanahanazawa was not enough to make me stay. <laughs> so it it it's a really good. It's a really good manga, so I would recommend that as the manga. Don't watch the anime. Aside from that, the only other show that I've really dug into oh on my end is called Wata- Wataten. Oh boy! <laughs> An angel flew oh down. Boy. Um, and it's it's absolute garbage. It is, but it is my favorite kind of garbage. And the only reason I paid it a passing glance was because it was the, the studio doing it is Dogakobo. Which has a fantastic track record of really good slice of life slash Moe blob shows like Gabriel Dropout and Love Lab.
0: Oh, okay, it's those um, guys. That makes sense then. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I absolutely enjoyed that. There are there are some great moments. Yeah, um, I, I there chuckled. There are some good gags. There are some good gags, but keep in mind it is. I really wish a they would turn down show. the creep
0: factor. The only way the, <laughs> the only reason the show gets away with it is because the MC is female. Yeah, no.
1: I know, I know. And I th- like that did not leave my mind at any yeah. second when I was watching it. So be fully prepared for absolute garbage, but if you love yes, garbage, it's it's it quality, quality garbage. garbage.
0: And I think I think the creep factor will hopefully so. go No, it won't. Never mind. But there yeah.
1: No, it's not. No, no. Did you see the opening? No, they're going to introduce <laughs> yeah. at least like three yeah. or four of
0: them. For some reason I thought that would like disperse it, but that's not going to help.
1: Nope. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, it's only going to make it worse, but mm-hmm. no, that, that's a show, so <laughs> there you go. But uh, Matt, I know you have uh, a certain series that yes, you have it's just called been and over. <laughs> <laughs> which also, coincidentally
0: oh is airing this season. So yes, uh, we have Rising of the Shield Hero, which, oh man, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this for so long, and the first episode premiered it was a one hour special or I guess technically 45 minutes when you take out the commercials and so far it's everything I wanted from the show they capture they 100% captured just this this unforgiving world that is just so cruel to this main character and the voice actor for Naofumi the main character does such a great job of getting across that anguish he feels of being betrayed and just having everyone against him and just out for blood essentially and so for those of you who don't know rising the shield hero it is is an isekai it is one of the few isekai that i highly recommend to people because it is one where the main character is not kind of despite the name of the show he's not the hero he's not the chosen one for this world he's just basically shat upon by this world everyone is against him everyone just looks down upon him and so he has to work his way up for the bottom claw and scrape his way and figure out the rules of this world on his own and come into power on his own and along the way there's all these little bits and pieces of video game references and aspects that are integrated very very well and the characters that come along later on are fantastic on top of all that it's being done by kinema citrus which like we said earlier did made in abyss we have uh Kevin Penkin along for the ride doing the soundtrack again. It is phenomenal. I cannot wait for more of the show. I especially can't wait for the next episodes when we get one of the main uh, one of the main side characters along for the ride. Oh I'm gonna hyperventilate. It's it's oh man. The the one thing I am a little apprehensive about is that it is following the manga story, and I read the web novel, and those stories are very different. And so at some point it is going to diverge from what I know, but I know people who have been reading the manga or the light novels, and they still love it, so I'm, I'm optimistic in that regard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> um, you know,
1: I. Yeah, the, it's one of those series that I have been meaning to get into. Um, I tried out the manga, uh, and was like, ah, it's not bad. But <laughs> if the animation um, is holding up in terms of, like, quality like the overall animation quality mm-hmm. and the voice acting i'll probably give it a go but yeah i I am very much a fan of isekai is probably my guilty pleasure
0: genre right um i enjoy isekai i rarely recommend it. <laughs> that's a probably a good way to put it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh well i was gonna say something else uh it's gone whatever i'll move on then to uh my second recommendation would be boogie pop and others i and
1: i I saw that and i've heard people recommend it
0: what is it it's yes it's it's very special oh so i'll 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 start off by saying it premiered with it's similar to uh, shield hero it premiered two episodes instead of an hour-long episode it premiered two episodes and thank god it did because if it just premiered with the very first episode, it would have been completely another other shat upon because the first episode is such a whirlwind of information and things that it's impossible oh, no, to it's track exposition, everything. No. It, it, except it's, it's controlled chaos. You can tell that everything's there to put together, except you need more information still. Like there's still critical information that you need. And that's what the second episode is for. But even then, the second episode with the first episode, it flashes forward and flashes back without warning because it throws these names around without telling you who they are. And then they'll introduce the character with that name and you don't realize it's that character with the name until you figure it out yourself. It's it's, it's all over the place, but not in a bad way. It's a show that you cannot under any circumstances watch passively. You need to give it its your full undivided attention because everything you need to put together the plot is there, but it does not do you any favors in putting it together for you? It does kind of in the third episode that recently aired today, but it's still on you to connect the dots along the way. And if you're not paying attention, if you miss a critical piece of information, you'll be lost. And so it's not an easy recommendation, but I haven't felt this put a plume in my feather like satisfied myself and watching a show and being able to figure it out in a very long time. It's, it demands your attention, but it rewards you for that really? in turn. How so? Yes, it's and and like I said, in that like if you if you're able to put together the story, it's a very interesting and well thought out okay. narrative. Hmm. It's a it's it's just this three episode arc so far. This kind of mystery of things that go bump in the night, essentially, uh, and okay. what what happened at this school and all these characters and why it's going on and how it's resolved. Uh, and it's resolved in these three episodes. But again, if you if you miss a critical piece of information, if you just gloss over for a minute and you don't remember something, if you missed a name, you're suddenly very lost. And it's it's almost indicative of the Japanese language itself and that they drop subjects so easily from their conversations. Once the subject is established, they just drop it. So if you try to come in in the middle of it, you have no is idea that what you're talking about. It's kind of a similar... Yeah, huh. yeah. It, I won't go into it briefly, but it's the equivalent of being like... Not even giving a pronoun, it'd be like, plays baseball. And you're like, who plays baseball? It's like, oh, well, obviously Kyle plays baseball. We've been talking about this this whole time. It's like, okay, but I just came in. Oh, God. It's a cool note of that. Yeah, Uh, they do that in Japanese. I'm not going to go into that. Hmm. Yeah, so it's similar to that in that once it gives a piece of information... It's just out there. It's not going to draw any attention to it. It's not going to say, "Hey, you should know this." It's just to be like, "Hey, yeah, this is it. Moving on now." And and like, wait, 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 but that, will, yeah. And
1: then it will be relevant.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you need to stay on your toes, but it it is very satisfying if you are able to put it all together and follow along with it. It's not it's not disjointed and convoluted for the sake of being disjointed and convoluted, like a lot of shows are. It, there is an order to the chaos. Wow. Well. So yes.
1: Keep that in mind. I don't know. Mm-hmm. see like there are a lot of those shows. Specifically, in my experience, they've always been like game shows. So stuff like Kaiji or No Game No Life, which get very mm. detail heavy. Um,
0: right. It's nothing like those. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's 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 its own beast. And since Kyle gave his own trash recommendation. Oh, I'll, oh, all right. Here we go. I'll wrap up with I'll wrap up with my guilty pleasure. Don't ask me why. I absolutely adore the data live series. I can't even explain the hell is data it. Life? It's it is completely and utterly irrational. It's basically save the world by making the spirit girls fall in love with you. It's uh has art done by the Hyperdimension Neptunia artist. And I love it. And I can't explain why. And I'm very excited about season three. And part of the reason I love it is the dub. The dub is not great but for whatever reason I, there's something about this show there's something about it that just mm. plugs directly into my brain mm. Uh, and yeah that's all I'll say about that right. you can make fun of me all now right. <laughs> I don't know it's just <laughs>
1: yes. th- th- that premise yeah. sounds very similar to Conception which is also a trash Conception
0: series. is just trash Data Live is wonderful trash <laughs>
1: All right. All right.
0: I, like i said i'm not going to try to defend the show whatsoever my my love for it is completely 110 irrational <laughs> i am very excited about that i didn't think the third season would happen i can't believe it's happening still i'm very happy for it wow obviously there are people out there that share my sentiment because there's a third <laughs> season that i didn't think would happen <laughs> all right but that's a wrap then unless there's something else you're dying to get to and say kyle
1: I am dying to get to lunch. Ha
0: ha. Ah, your your stomach is angry at you, I say. Are you, are you going to, do you have someone in the room to get embarrassed at when your stomach growls? To get embarrassed at? No, I don't know. There's that, we, you know in anime when a girl is with the guy she likes and her stomach growls and she gets all embarrassed? Like, no, why'd you hear that? And she's like, okay, is that really something to be embarrassed about? Oh no. You really are Trash. yes we are oh
1: we all right well you know what you know what that's not an uh, inaccurate statement but that's that's why (laughs) we love anime because you know
0: yes exactly it's revels in the trash to be an anime fan you have exactly anime fans are raccoons (laughs) some sometimes you just have to roll around in the garbage and enjoy
1: it i I love it i love it
0: but yes we have a
1: good Mm -hmm. lineup for this season
0: yeah, I, it's very promising. It, it didn't seem super packed at first glance, but after digging into some of these shows, it well, seems like I, it's going I feel be like right. that's how
1: it happens every season, right? It's like the last season, it wasn't like
0: super, there, there wasn't- Last season seemed pretty packed. I well, what I like from that. like the yeah. get-go?
1: Because like, oh, I guess Zombieland Saga- That's from another true, yeah. Well, like when you're looking at the season and like looking at the shows that are coming up, nothing here immediately stands out to you really but that mm-hmm. was the same with last season it's like i didn't realize i would get so into bunny girl Senpai by or Zombieland saga
0: right bunny girl i knew about because i read the manga but yeah zombie land was a complete uh surprise for me yeah, yeah. so you just got to jump into it sometimes jump into that uh garbage bin and so we will call it there. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful kickoff to the Harry, new year. Harry, I miss you. Where can we find you, Kyle? Rogue uh, I'm at all like the rogue. Miss you. No, I miss Harry. Well, no. <laughs> I'm just
1: saying I miss Harry. Already.
0: Oh, Miss Harry. Okay, Where, yeah. Wherever he He'll is. He'll be back eventually if we can summon him from the nether, nether well, realm. We'll need to I'm working we'll on that bad, spell.
1: Bad. But meanwhile, you can find <laughs> me kyle at like the rogue on twitter Mm
0: -hmm. and what does a rogue like
1: a rogue like is a very good game that's my little pun there all
0: right and i am at using Mojak m-u-s-i-n-g-m-o-j-a-c-k and we've already recommended a lot of anime as part of it but i can't stop there because that's my bit and I'm going to say domestic Nakano Joe. My friend ransom raves about it. he loves the manga. I'm looking forward to having watched it yet. So it's a recommendation for a show I haven't seen yet or know anything about. Alright, let's see. Leave it there. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Ciao. <laughs>